Welcome everybody to Naughty Buddy Entertainment and on today's episode we continue our MCU Phase 4 rankings, mid-season rankings, and this is going to be ranking 6 through 4. That's coming up right here, right now on Naughty Buddy Entertainment. Hey everybody and welcome to Nutty Buddy Entertainment. I'm your host Ryan and before we get into the podcast with Brian and Chris as we continue our MCU um, ranking, power ranking I guess, for phase four, the mid-season report card so to speak, um, I just want to let you know if you haven't yet, go back and listen to uh, our rankings nine through seven. That was in the last podcast. We also talk a little bit about phase four in general. Uh, also look out for um, the Batman movie review, The Great, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. That will be coming out shortly. Um, it's just that I haven't been able to line the schedules up with all the guys. And one of our guys got sick. And I kind of want Travis to be on because he had kind of different views than the majority of people. Um, and that's the guy that's sick. So uh, Travis, if you're listening, feel better, man. Uh, with that being said, also look out for the finals, uh, rankings of the three through one podcast that will be out shortly, probably next week sometime as well. Okay, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening. Um, go oh, real quick. Also, also too, check out the YouTube channel that I set up. I'm going to be putting clips out from all our rankings so you can see, uh, some of our wonderful faces all except mine. And then, um, you can see like the slideshow presentation we have as well. So anyway, that's all I got for you guys. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast and let's get into it. Number six, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay, this is our number six. So in these rankings, uh, rankings, I had this one fourth overall. Brian had it sixth overall. He had a seven. I had a 6.7 rating, which is kind of funny because you like the show better than I did, but but better than I did, but you have a lower ranking. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris had it six. What was your, your rating on the show, Chris? Let's go with a, let's split, let's do a six point. Eh. Yeah, six. Okay, fair. Okay, so what did we yeah. like about this movie? Maybe we'll start with Brian. What did you like about this movie? I I did like the real world perspective of um the Falcon becoming Captain America, and that it wasn't just like, oh yeah, it's it's a black guy. It's totally fine. <laughs> you know, we're just gonna accept that. I did like the real world perspective. Like, no, this is gonna be kind of hard for people to swallow going forth, and him kind of coming to terms with that. Um. I yeah I I like what they did with that and then also like incorporating like the Winter Soldier into that too so okay yeah cool uh, Chris yeah I, I agree with Brian I thought the uh, scene where he visits the old man who was given the Super Soldier mm. serum I thought that was one of like that was one of the better best scenes of the whole series um, I thought that dealt with like a real world problem in a you know, not too heavy handed, but a well done way. Um, the other thing I thought was really interesting just to be a, choose a different one. Um, I really like John Walker. Yes. And I thought I like Wyatt Russell a lot. He did a great job. Um, I liked maybe, maybe I'm projecting here, but I think they did a nice job 
portraying the difference. Um, obviously, like the whole the whole thing with uh, Steve Rogers is that like he was pure hearted. You know, he wasn't getting into war. You know, they asked him, "You want you want to go kill Nazis?" He's like, "No, I just hate bullies. I don't want to kill anyone." Um, he was just a good guy, right? And I think there was like a subtle difference here with obviously all wars are bad, right? Uh, but you know, World War II was kind of like a justified war, if you want to say that. You know, with like a goal in mind, we need to stop these homicidal, you know, this homicidal country from taking over the world. John Walker, on the other hand, is a veteran of the Iraq. I think I forget if he was in Iraq or Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, a very unjust illegal war with no end in sight no goals except i mean i don't even know if the united states has a goal with that the point is is that he's a veteran of that he's he has the trauma lingering of that there's no you know a world war ii veteran is traumatized but they they had a job to do and they did it right john walker is left with he went to iraq he killed a bunch of people for no apparent reason and yes, he comes back and he's a decorated soldier and he's a hero, quote unquote. But what is a hero in this circumstance? It's not doing a good job, so to speak, if, if what I'm saying makes sense. And I think they did a good job. We're like, yeah, he's going to be super messed up because there it, it's a quagmire of morality and interesting things. So I thought that was like a really interesting thing that they did with him. Um, again, that maybe is me projecting what I kind of think is like the difference between Captain America and this guy, but that's what I would say is something I like from this series. No, yeah, I did like the aspect of kind of showing like he um, lost his Bucky and instead of, you know, going the Captain America route and, you know, kind of getting over that, it it like completely corrupted him and seeing like mm-hmm. just the dark Captain America coming from that. I think that was a good part of the story. Well, mm-hmm. it, and that's that's the thing that I loved. Uh, I mean, Z, shout out to Zemo real quick. I just want to say he was great in this story. I loved him. I, the dance scene was amazing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, John Walker, like it, it's so conflicted because he wants to do the right thing, but he's a he's a soldier. So it's about orders. Mm-hmm. He has it. Mm-hmm. He, he himself has a job to do his orders and he's always mm-hmm. conflicted on what to do. And even though like, you know, soldiers do terrible things, it's not until it's in plain sight that can I say something real quick? Like, Mm -hmm. it's not like he committed. I get that he like commit, like killed a guy probably violently, but it's not like the guy just helped kill his best friend. It wasn't like he was an innocent bystander running away from him. And he he like just killed him because he looked like somebody who Mm -hmm. he he participated in killing his best friend. So it's not like Mm -hmm. like I sympathize with that. I I don't think I'd ever Mm -hmm. do that. Right. But you can understand where he's coming from, where like. So his entire thing is like we should have. I remember when he was talking to Lamar, right? which he was a cool character too. Uh, what Battlestar, just a cool character. And it's, it's yeah. that's his conscience. You could tell throughout the show. That's his conscience. Lamar is his conscience. Like Lamar was his like cheerleader the entire time. And Lamar says that something I thought that was pretty cool um, that sort of led him into taking um, this, the serum is he told John Walker, like 
no, you, you would, you would, we, there would be less people that would have died if you, you had the serum. Like, he's like, you, you are, a, I can't remember what phrase he used, but it kind of like led John Walker to take that serum. So in John Walker's mind, if he takes that serum, he could save more people. And the very next time that he was in battle with the serum, his best friend dies. And I was just like, and then he broke. And I thought that was such mm-hmm. a cool moment because it was like, hear his friend saying, if you had that, you would save more lives. And he's like, yeah, I probably would. I need to take this serum. And then all of a sudden his next thing is his best friend dies. And it's like the serum didn't help him. And so it, he was just such an interesting character to me. I just wish they would get, if he, they were going to redeem him like they did, they needed to take a little bit longer over time. It happened way too quick, quickly for me. It was just yeah, like, oh, I'm that's, just going to negative for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You built this character up and in like in two seconds, I'm supposed to like, like him again. But yeah, anyway, yeah. I, I just thought he was such a cool, it, such a cool concept of a character. Um. Anyway, anything else we liked? Uh, perspective on like um the blip and like, mm-hmm people coming back from that because i don't know more in the tv shows they've been going more into like the real world kind of like just what's going on how people are feeling with that um i wasn't a huge fan of like the flag smashers but yeah well see that got rewritten during covid apparently it was supposed to be um a there was supposed to be like this disease going around and only the rich could get it or something like that. And these flag smashers were supposed to be stealing these antidotes for the poor because of their mm. orphanage. Remember the um, the lady that died that affected Carly? Um, yeah. yeah. She was supposed to actually be in the series. We were supposed to see her in Carly's relationship because she's supposed to be dying of this disease. And that's what Carly, why Carly goes and steals these antidotes. Uh. But they rewrote it because it was too close to like COVID. They thought it was just like too close to the COVID. So they rewrote it. And I thought like, guys, like Mm -hmm. you guys talked about it. Like one cool aspect of it was the real life of it. Like how would a superhero Mm -hmm. handle situations that us normal people, like normal people go through. And Mm -hmm. so I'm just like, if you're okay with that in there, why can't we have this in there? It's a real life situation. Why, why are yeah. you taking that out? But you're leaving the other mm-hmm. real life situation in there. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, uh, yeah, you're right. The flake smashers weren't that great. Uh, but Bucky's story was also pretty cool. And how he befriended that older gentleman. And you oh, found yeah. out the reason why is because he ended up killing his son, which was kind of yeah. cool too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else that we liked? Okay, let's get into what didn't land for us in this series. What didn't land for you, Brian, in this series? Um, yeah, mine was the flag smasher arc. I guess, yeah, just that. I guess it makes sense if it was rewritten now. Just knowing that, I I can mm-hmm. see why it just didn't land. If they would have just stuck with, you know, the um, um, is it John Walker? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, John Walker being like that, like conflicting to the falcons you know him going in as captain america and him kind of feeling like well this guy should take over instead and you know have more of bucky just you know being by his side or whatever that would have been a lot better than just kind of cramming in that i don't know him going forward with yeah the flag smasher part of it that just was yeah 
I didn't really like that. No, I agree. I I just wish they should have just kept the story the same. I bet it would have been better if they would. Have. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, Chris, what about you? What didn't land for you? Yeah, I also thought the flag smasher thing was baffling. Um, echo what Brian said, knowing that they rewrote it, it makes sense why it was so bad. Um, because they specifically say like their goal is to make the world back into what it was during the blip. And during the blip, uh, there were no borders, and it sounds like people were living together peacefully. And now that people are blipped back, uh neo-nationalism is back and immigration is stifled and housing is all messed up. Um, so to me, it seems like the flag smashers have the right idea of a peaceful utopian society and the governments are mucking things up. Um, so I guess, you, you know, you said you didn't care for Carly being a terrorist, uh, which is fine. I, uh, I thought like she had the right idea or at least their goals, maybe, maybe doing terrorist acts wasn't the right way to get about Correct. it. Um, but they overall were like, you know, more of a positive idea than the people trying to stop them. Um, so I thought that was just a very baffling, like, cause I was watching him like, wait a minute, I'm supposed to think these are the bad guys. Uh, so I thought that was very weird. So well, negative, the, big negative for me. Right. So the problem is you're right. Their ideas are great. The execution of their ideas was awful. Like you can't kill innocent mm -hmm. people. Yeah. Like there was some guy mm -hmm. that would said like he worked there for two weeks for the, uh, you know, that was in the warehouse that she blew up. And it's like, mm -hmm. so you're killing innocent people. And then like, even though they're corrupt and you throw like the politicians or whatever that were in that van and she like starts it on fire. Oh no. It, she like pushes it. So it'd fall off the edge of the cliff or whatever. I can't yeah. remember. And she sets one on fire. I'm just like, although killing I, UN members is pretty cool. FBI <laughs> don't, invest, don't investigate this podcast for me saying that. But. Okay. No, no, no. All but, right. Yeah. That's awkward. Anyway. Um, my, my point is, it's like every, their actions were terrorist-like. Their ideas mm. were not. But you can't act like that and then me think, oh, I'm not supposed to call you a terrorist. Like, get, mm -hmm. have a better plan. Execute a plan better. And that's why I think the better mm -hmm. the story would have been better if they were, were able to stick mm -hmm. with the same storyline, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, uh, for the most part, like, this series was fine to me. I think that uh, other than the Flag Smasher, the only other thing that didn't really land for me, I think, is just Sharon Carter kind of story arc. Um, I didn't care for that that much. Um, mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. Man. Oh, I, yeah, I, I was interested by that, like, even incorporating her into the um, show here. I mean, she hasn't really been a huge part of any of the movies for a while since, what, um, Captain America Winter Soldier, I think was the last time we saw her. Uh Civil War, right? Was she, she in Civil War? Remember because she kissed yeah. Captain America. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I mm -hmm. just even so she her being I guess they're setting her up to be some sort of like villain or something like that. And yeah, it's it was just kind of weird having her in there. Yeah. Uh, again, mm -hmm. though, uh, her her story switched. Because she was supposed to be involved in all this medicine stuff, I guess, as well. So 
there's actually like a, a new rock star video on YouTube that talks about how you even know it because like even they'll, they'll they recut scenes and they cut them up and then one scene like she had scars and the next scene that she's talking on the phone she doesn't have the scars really? anymore okay. yeah yeah so it's it's yeah. sort of interesting um okay uh let's what if this series anything else real quick that didn't land for us about this um, series? yeah just just repeating what you said where uh they watch John Walker chop off a guy's head with Captain America's shield. And then very briefly after they're like, Oh, you showed up to help us save the day. Like, I guess we're cool now. Um, kind yeah. of just kind of weird. I don't know. It, it, yeah. it didn't quite sit right for me. Yeah. Again, I, I feel like maybe if it's hard because like, I try to put myself in his situation and everything that John Walker has been through. And it's like, what would like, mm-hmm. if somebody, killed my best friend like how would i respond to that it's hard to be like oh man he acted he acted harshly or rashly well of course he's emotionally mm-hmm. distraught at that point what what i don't understand is why bucky and what bucky and uh 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 sam what they, they kind of come in and then it's just like watching it take place right like why didn't they yeah. jump in uh, that was kind of yeah. weird to me a little bit real quick too i forgot to mention the uh finale was way too rushed for me too i i, I want to mention that it went mm. way too fast like every every like the john walker thing the carly morgenthal all of it was just rushed to me i felt like they could have spent another 15 minutes on that final episode to to kind of wrap things up a little bit yeah um okay what if it let's what if it um, maybe we'll start with uh, Brian. You want to what if this for us? What would you have liked to seen different? Um, it, it sucks that they had to switch it up because of mm-hmm. all the COVID stuff going on. So it just if they would have just taken out the I think it would have been strong enough if they didn't have the flag smasher portion of that and just more focus on what the um, Winter Soldier's going through, what the Falcons going through and then John Walker as well, kind of incorporating that because. I mean, honestly, with um, what they're setting up with, oh, um, the lady from Seinfeld. I can't remember. Oh, the name um, of the series. Louise Dreyfus. That, yeah. yeah uh, Val. Is it like the, Val. Val? Is it Val? Okay. Val. Yeah, because what she's kind of setting up for going forward, I don't like Flax Masters don't really have anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. They could have maybe brought in somebody else more incorporating into that side of things would have been cool. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's, I'd have liked to seen that too. Um, what about you, Chris? Yeah. Just what, if, what if the, uh, the flag smasher storyline was more <laughs> together or mm-hmm. with it made more sense, but that's it. That, that would have made this better. Um, the action I don't think was overly impressive either. Um, but that's kind of here or there it was just kind of wrote, but plot, plot better. Yeah. I, I think I agree with you guys. Uh, let's uh, just real quickly. I'm kind of wanting to get your opinion on this. Obviously there's comic books yeah. out where Captain America hands the shield to Bucky. And there's some that where he hands the shield to Sam. Um, when, okay. So obviously before end game, we didn't know what, you know, what was going to happen up until now did you did you like the transition for sam to get the shield or would you have rather saw bucky get the shield personally sam. i would have rather i would have liked to see bucky get the shield 
I kind of think he deserved it a little bit more, but yeah. The, the, now I, I can see it both ways. That's why I bring it up is because mm-hmm. Sam's story arc sort of kind of like you could see why Captain America picked him because like he went through mm-hmm. all that, tr- you know, trouble sometimes with Captain mm-hmm. America. But I, I'm like winter. It just made more, it kind of made sense in the in to give it to Bucky in the sense that like it gives him sort of a purpose moving forward. Yeah, exactly. Like, the Falcon's a really cool character. Like you didn't really mm-hmm. need to change him to move forward. Mm-hmm. Where I feel like the Winter Soldier, like the White Wolf. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'd rather, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like I just, I don't know if mm-hmm. I, I'm really gonna ex- like that as much. But um, well, I, I, I think it's a pragmatic thing. Is that Bucky is a super soldier and Sam isn't? <laughs> Well, because yeah, I mean, what was I, what was Sam's pump up? Mind? He basically just had to like get in shape, and I guess he he learned how to like use the shield. He was like throwing it and yeah, bouncing it back. Basically, it was yeah. him doing a bunch of jogging and like lifting weights. And, no, like, yeah, he's still gonna I, get dusted in a hand to hand fight. That's fair. <laughs> I think he should have Captain America should have handed him a vial of some serum as well and be like, "Here, mm-hmm. you're gonna need this." But, but yeah, it just it yeah. would have made more sense with Bucky just you know he's got that already as well as mm-hmm. his arm you know it would have made a lot more sense for him and yeah giving him purpose or something to you know kind of get him through like he feels like he's a bad guy still and if cap yeah. would have just been like no you're forgiven you know you need to move on that would have yeah hit home for him yeah i'm with you on that too is i felt like the shield meant so much more to bucky yeah he- even in the series, that's what it, you know, that it did Sam. So it, I just felt like maybe it would have, but I'm conflicted because I also see why they went the direction of Sam, but I, I'm with you. I'd, I'd rather probably have Bucky have it just because it gives him a purpose moving forward. But anyway, okay. Any other questions guys, or are we ready to move on? Nah. Um, I just thought, I don't know if it was good or bad, but it's very funny that this series brought the Anchorman throwaway joke. The Human Torch is denied a bank loan, and they brought it into the series, and the Falcon was denied a bank loan. Oh, right. Yep, yep. I remember (laughs) that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Whether you think that's corny or not, I don't have a real opinion, but I thought that was amusing. (laughs) Okay. So that's it for me. Okay. I did find it kind of weird, like, Tony Stark didn't like set up some like Avengers trust fund or something for all these characters. Like they don't expect mm-hmm. them to have a day job if they're out like fighting crime and doing all this stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. it was kind of weird where it's like, Oh yeah, you're not going to get a bank loan. And it's like, nobody set aside money for you or, you know, government mm-hmm. funds or something. So yeah. Yeah. I-, I actually agree with that, but they couldn't have that in the story. Otherwise, you know, like, you can't and then the other thing and it goes back to like the sharon carter thing it's like would captain would steve rogers really have forgotten her and not thought of her like the kind of guy he is like it doesn't seem kind of like true to his character but there was also bigger stuff going on so who knows like he could have you know you try to compartmentalize that as well so yeah okay let's move on to our next one guys oh let's see Number five, Shang-Chi. Okay, so this one sort of a different. Uh, so me and me and Brian are again about the same, but Chris, I couldn't believe when I got your ratings. 
This was your least favorite of the properties that you saw. And I can't wait to get into this because this is where uh, I think this was the biggest discrepancy of our, our, our overalls. So Brian had it fourth overall with a 7.5 rating. I had it third with a 7.7 rating. Chris had it eighth again, last on his list. Chris, what's your rating on the movie? Um, I'll say another six. And I actually have this rated better. Maybe I'm cheating here. I had this rated better than um, Eternals, like overall as like a more entertaining movie, but I'm going to give Eternals credit for like breaking the mold and trying something differently. And I thought Shang-Chi was like very by the book, something that we've seen like 15 times before. Mm. Um, overall, like nothing really very interesting except for maybe Tony Luang's character. So that's kind of why it's in last for me, just that it's like very by the numbers. Okay, interesting. Okay, so let's, uh, let's what, what landed for us? Let's talk about that first. Uh, uh, Brian, what landed for you for Shang-Chi? Um, so I have a really hard time with like origin story movies mm -hmm. just because a lot of the times we already know the character and like what's going on for that. But this one actually kept my attention. I, I know very little about like Shang-Chi, but for what it was, I liked the dynamic with the family, mm -hmm. which we don't really see too much in Marvel. And then also with um, just like, I don't know, even so like going into that world, like his mother was from or something like that. I like that aspect of it too. So it actually kept my attention for like an origin story movie, which I liked. Yeah, I like that too, actually. Um, it, it was, and maybe part of it was I didn't have big expectations for this movie. So I went in and I watched it. I was pleasantly yes. surprised. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, this is actually I, pretty good for an origin. I story. will say, I think that's part of the my issues with Eternal is because I wasn't expecting very much from this movie, mm -hmm. and I was surprised and really liked it. And then I was expecting a lot from Eternals, and I did not get what I was thinking I would. So, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a great point, uh, Chris. What was there anything that landed for you in this movie? I mean, you mentioned the uh, Mandarin. Yeah, yeah, he was cool. Um, Good, good motivation. You know, he just wants his wife back. Um, you know, I thought, you know, I thought the, uh, the actor that did Shang-Chi was good. Um, I liked his interactions with Aquafina. I actually, I liked Aquafina maybe more than I expected to not really being too familiar with her, uh, her previous, uh, roles, but I thought she was like a pretty solid for me, like a comic relief character. Um, so I did, I did like that. I thought overall, like the acting was pretty solid. Um, yeah. It's interesting because it's sort of like it's relative for you because you rated it a six, right? And that's like where you have everything around that area, like you said mm -hmm. in the beginning. So it's kind of like that mm -hmm. mid. So it, it, even though it's that last mm -hmm. on your list, it's not like it's so much worse no. than the, 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 no, it's not bad. Like, it's not bad by any means. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I actually like the villains, the best villain to me that the MCU came out with. I cannot believe they killed him off. It just annoys me to yeah, death, horrible. which we'll talk about what didn't land mm. for us. It's like you you create what a great villain. And you're just like, oh, we're going to we're going to kill him off. No, I don't. I don't get that. Um, I also did mind. I think her name's Katie in the movie, right? Like um, 
I didn't mind her as comic relief. The only problem I had with her character was being in the final fight at the end. Like she shouldn't have been there. Her master Archer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it, and I, I understand like a lot of people didn't understand why she even went. It's like, well, because somebody needed to, ex- they needed someone there to explain things to, because like, you're not going to explain yeah. it to the Shang-Chi or his sister. So you need True. somebody to explain True. it to. So you had to have her, uh, the fact they brought Trevor back. That was great. Um, the the um the little creature was a little over the top, but I, I did like that they brought back the yeah the fake Mandarin. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was funny. I'm like, that's great. Um, uh, I think I think that's it. I, I mean, I, the fight scenes were pretty cool. I liked the action scenes for personally. I did like them. Um, kind of reminded me a little of Jackie Chan movies, which was kind of fun. Um, mm. but anything else we liked landed for us in this movie? Uh, just generally speaking yeah no? yeah i i think it was good overall yeah. especially for yeah what it was um i like that they actually brought in some other like marvel car- characters like wong being in there and stuff so yeah mm-hmm. abomination abomination yeah. yes. back yeah which is yeah, cool. good yeah yeah Okay, what didn't land for us? So we'll start with uh, Chris on this, even though it's yeah. What 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 didn't land for you? Um, you sort of mentioned it. Uh, they and if it worked for you, like not to take away from that at all. They they wanted like kind of the Jackie Chan comparisons. I think um, there was like a I don't know if it's the director or the the fight coordinator. It was like a Jackie Chan like assistant or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like what they wanted to go for. Like, like the bus fight scene was pretty good, but I just felt like one, they wanted that sort of like quick fight style and it was too CGI enhanced. Like after the abomination scene, the, the bad guys attack the club. He kind of gets into like a fist fight with someone. And then he's like, they're doing like jumps in the air. And it's like, it's like, cut it's like a two second shot of like people fighting and then it's a cgi person doing like a flip in the air lands it's back to like real people and then it goes out onto the scaffolding on the side of the building and it's like 98 percent cgi and Mm. for me if you want to hang your hat on like this is the martial arts movie there should be more physical martial arts or even on a wire. A wire is fine as long as there's an actual human being sure. doing the things. And to me, you don't get credit for that if it's like CGI. And then it turns into from a martial arts thing into the last thing in the movie is fighting like Chinese like mythical monsters. Final Fantasy. That's what I kind of like. It was like Final yeah. Fantasy <laughs> Dragons is what it was. Which, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like. Do you want it to be a martial arts movie or do you want to be like a fantasy thing? So just for me, it's not bad. It's just, it it just didn't leave much of an impression for me. Sure. No, no, that's a fair point though. I I didn't even think of that, but that's a fair point. Um, I guess I didn't mind it as much, but I I see where you're coming from. Absolutely. Uh, Brian, what about you? What, what didn't land for you? Um, I actually didn't like the Katie character. Okay. Like, Aquafina was fine, but just overall, I wasn't really sure why she was there. Like, he could have just gone and dealt with his family, like, by himself, and that would have been fine. I don't really think she was really necessary, especially in that end um, 
part where she's helping fight it's just mm. like what and especially like the guy who trained her is dead and it's like she's still there and also she's the one that you know hits the arrow i can't exactly remember but she like shoots like a bullseye at some creature or something mm-hmm. and yeah. like kills it and it's like okay but yeah she she i don't necessarily think she was necessary also i didn't really understand what her like friendship exactly had to do with like helping a superhero like become a superhero but yeah no i, I agree with you on that is is again she should not have been part of the final fight at, at the very least like I'm, I'm i'm with you on that it's like you know not every character needs to have an ability of fighting i think two days of training or whatever it was while they waited for the mandarin and the the ten rings to show up it not enough to make her a match master archer i'm sorry um mm-hmm. I, I and that's what didn't land for me is it, it wasn't really grounded i wanted it to say grounded as much as it could have and once they mm-hmm. brought the final fantasy dragons in um mm-hmm. it kind of lost it for me and like mm-hmm. i just with yeah. the 10 rings and the and it lasted like it felt like half an hour it's true it did <laughs> i wish again the final fight should have been between shang chi and the mandarin and they should have never been able to open up that that dragon or whatever it was because it yeah. kind of again it, it didn't stay grounded for me. The other thing is I don't remember his sister's name, but she is self-taught in a better fighter than Shang Chi, and I hate that. Oh man, I hate that. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I just like. Mm-hmm this guy is getting beat up with bamboo sticks and like people are actually trying to kill him. And like his sister is mimicking what they're doing out there. And somehow she becomes this better fighter than him. And I just like, I just can't get, it's just like this thing where a lack of training, actual training in the MCU just annoys me, but it's in any movie though. It's in any movie, but uh, that was another thing that really didn't land for me is how good of a fighter her, his sister was compared to him, despite him being like, you know, beaten to death all the time and <laughs> punching. He's punching yeah. these totems and his hands are all bloody. And it's like she's just throwing her hands in the air and she's it's like, not like yeah, it's not like they showed like, oh, he's gone. So you're going to take over training for mm-hmm. him or something like that which that would have probably hit a little bit better if Correct. it was that kind of thing. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, anything else that didn't land for us? I okay. didn't have anything else. Okay. So no. let's, what if it, okay. Let's start with Chris. What, what if, what, what could have they done to make this sh- movie better for you? Um, shot it in 1986 with John Carpenter directing. Okay. And called it Big Trouble in Little China. No. <laughs> no, just uh, just the Marvel reliance. I mean, okay, I guess I'm going to sound like an old fart because every movie has a lot of CGI, but just less of a reliance on CGI. And let, let's just do things for real. So okay. that, that would have made it more enjoyable to me. Shoot it, shoot it like a Bruce Lee movie or something, you know. I, I, I'm not, you're, I don't think you're wrong. That's for sure. That's that's a good point. Uh, Brian? Um, man, I think it would have been interesting if um, if for what if if they also incorporated um, Hawkeye while he was the. Um, oh, my goodness. Dude, Ronan. Ronan. 
um, working for like the Mandarin or not working for the Mandarin, but somehow had the Mandarin in there, like pulled Shang-Chi back to like kind of get rid of him and kind of incorporate that. That would have been kind of sweet because oh, he was like hanging out in like Tokyo and stuff. So, yeah. OK, I like that idea. I didn't, that's something I didn't think about. Yeah. Um, my what if is is number one, um, don't kill the Mandarin. That would be like would have <laughs> instantly made the movie better for me. Uh, yeah. Number two. So in the comic books, the rings have different powers and some of them are elemental powers like fire and ice and wind mm. and, and lightning. Uh, I would have rather they them do something like that with the Ten Rings instead of making him basically like a super soldier. And that's all it did. Mm-hmm. You know, we already have a serum for that. So the rings kind of is the exact same way. And I would have liked it if they kind of went like, you know, one ring gave him strength, the other gave him speed, and one was endurance, and one was quickness, and then one was like rock versus lightning, and and you know st- stuff like that. And then like at the end fight, uh, Shang Chi would have received the like opposite five of the one the five that the Mandarin have, and we could have seen this really big battle between them using those yeah. different ones against each other. I would have really thought that would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Um. And if they brought the dragon in, here's the other thing real quick. Um, the dragons, I would have had them create the 10 rings after you like kill a dragon. They like create 10 rings. And then his sister at the end of the movie, before she went and took over the 10 rings, would have got her own set of 10 rings. Because oh. he, the problem now I have is so she's taking control of this underground organization. But she's no way she can't she can't compete with Shang-Chi now. Right. Like there's just no way. So how is she a real threat? Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's the other thing I would have done. Cool. Would have It would have been a cool villain moving forward. Anyway, what if? Okay. Ready to go on, guys? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Number four, WandaVision. Okay, WandaVision, guys. This is the the one that broke my heart the most. I'll tell you guys honestly. Really? Oh, oh yes. I'll I'll explain why in a second. But okay. um, fifth uh, overall for you, Brian. You had a seven point five. You had it yep. fourth, Chris. What was your rating on it? Uh, let's go six point five. Yeah, I had it sixth overall with a six rating. So let's talk about what we liked about this. What? What did we like like most about this? Let's start with Chris on this one. Um, I really liked, uh, again, this is maybe a little contrary to what kind of the uh, online um, tide said. I liked the structure of the series where it started, or, yeah, it started out, each one was a different like classic TV show. Mm. And uh, maybe partially... You know, I watched a lot of old sitcoms from the 60s and 70s when I was a little kid. So I guess I have some lingering affection for like, you know, Bewitched and stuff like that. So I appreciated like what they were going for. Um, maybe maybe the uh, the reason why is that she also watched old TV shows as a kid and it was like a comfort thing to her. Maybe that wasn't the greatest, but I appreciated the the difference of how each episode kind of played out and looked and it advanced, you know, however many five or 10 years with each episode. I thought that was really clever and well done. 
So that was number one for me. I, I did like that structure a lot. Totally agree. And it was her escape from reality. And that's why mm-hmm. I liked that she did that because it was like, I don't want to deal with my reality right now. So I'm going to go to my escapism, which was sitcoms, which was pretty mm-hmm. cool. What, what about you, mm-hmm. Brian? What landed for you? Um, I like that we finally got into her actual like powers. I think they kind of sugarcoated a lot of her stuff in previous like movies. Um, but I like that we actually got to see that more. And um, yeah, just just more like the comic books. And then moving forward to her like ability to, I guess, change people with whatever that is kind of with um, uh, Agent Rambo just moving forward. And there was there another person that she had changed to ability wise or was it just she- her? Uh, no, I don't I can't remember. So. No. Okay. No, it's been, it's because that was, this was the first TV show that came out. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. been, yeah, it's, it's been a minute since I actually watched the series. So I'm trying to jog my memory exactly what all went on through it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, you're right. I, I did like that. They explored Scarlet Witch in yeah. this movie. Also uh, a TV show. Yeah. Go ahead. Also her envisions like relationship was, in in most of like the Marvel stuff going on, they don't like they kind of hinted with like the Hulk and Black Widow and like maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but this was the one that was actually a little bit. It felt real almost. Yeah. So the pain mm-hmm. that you got from her, you could actually feel it coming through, especially when it started to crack. You kind of got that those pictures mm-hmm. of vision, just like with his head crushed in and the gem out of there yeah. like that hit. A lot harder agreed I, I agree complete with you my, my thing that and it's the journey the journey the first seven episodes i felt like was like even for us like nerds it was like just mm-hmm. heaven because there were so many like easter eggs and potential things that they were mm-hmm. leading to when mm-hmm. when ralph boner showed up which was supposed to be the x-men fox's quicksilver Mm-hmm. I went through like every YouTube reaction video of him showing up and Hold, everybody refresh my memory. Who is he again? So y- you remember X-Men first class? Yeah. Okay. So Quicksilver in there. Quicksilver. Okay. Gotcha. And gotcha. then remember he rings the doorbell. Yes. And okay. then Wanda the version, like, yeah. Yes. Okay. And then it was gotcha. supposed to be Pietro, right? Like, and gotcha. it's like, yes. Oh, yes. My, it's not Pietro. It's, yeah. it's, it's Wanda pulling from the multiverse. That's the first thing everybody mm-hmm. thought. Yeah. And Disney wanted you to think that because they even put in their like little uh, description that deaf people can read. They're like Fox's Fox X-Men universes. Quicksilver shows mm-hmm. up. <sighs> and it was so it was just a wonderful journey. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's what I loved about it. Like the, the hints towards like nightmare and, and, uh, you know, who was doing all this? You didn't know Agnes. That was kind of fun. The, the yeah. song, come mm-hmm. on, that was a great song. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I know some people yeah. might think it's cheesy. It was a great no, song. It was, but, yeah. Oh, yeah. So anyway, that's that really landed for me. The journey was a lot of fun. Um, anything else for you guys that was that was fun about this? Um, I liked, we talked about a little bit right off the top. Uh, I also liked Monica Rambeau. Yes. 
a lot. She was one of the best. I mean, I picked Yelena, but R- Monica Rambo is not too far behind for me. Okay. I thought she was great. Um, I liked, um, I always got to look at the names. Uh, Kat Dennings. Oh, um, is, Kit- uh, Darcy. Darcy. Yeah. Darcy and Agent Jimmy Woo. Yes. Uh, they showed up. I thought all their scenes were really good. I liked their conflict with the dickish shield agent. Sure. Uh, not oh, shield. Oh, oh. Sword. Oh, no. Sword. Sword. Oh, okay. Sword, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought all their parts were great. Um, oh. The uh, the scene where she goes to get Vision's body and like he's all uh, chopped up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, even though he's a robot, it's like it looks like an autopsy or something, and it's like a really like horrible, like mm-hmm. sad broker. Uh, yeah, shot. yeah. Um, I thought that was really great. So that, that's another for me. White Vision showing up—that was pretty cool, right? Like that—that that was awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me some uh, Quicksilver vibes. I'm sorry, Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting where he's going to be moving forward. I don't know. Like he just disappeared at the finale. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's talk about what didn't land for us. Uh, I'll start with Chris. I think this time, Chris, what didn't land for you? Um, so yeah, we kind of had it going in like a really interesting, different direction. And then the last episode ends with, uh, Wanda and Agnes, floating in the sky, firing like energy beams out of their hands at each other. Uh, I thought that was really bad and really lazy. Um, I guess in the Marvel universe, if you're one of the Salem witches from the 1600s, you have the ability, you just shoot energy beams (laughs) out at people. Um, I thought that was, that was terrible. So that like that brought the series way down for me. It's just that that ending was very bad. Um, yeah. Uh, 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 real quick, Vision fighting Vision was great, though. The way that Vision yeah. reasoned with Vision was awesome. Um, Brian, what about you? What didn't land? Um, I love Vision as a character. And what didn't land is it, it kind of left because the white Vision just kind of disappeared. Mm-hmm. And they never really said anything about like what's happening with him. That was kind of a cliffhanger I didn't really understand because he was such a huge part of it with um, sword and also with her. And I feel like she wouldn't exactly just like let him go because that's kind of a version of him that he, she can kind of cling on to. I didn't say, I didn't really like that part. Yeah. That's fair. I, yeah. You'd think like sword would have had like a, like a, a controlling device in him. Right. Because yeah. they, they, yeah. they and, and for some reason they just let him go. Um, so obviously again, I know there was a lot of changes that happened to the finale. It was supposed to be actually two episodes long and ended up only being one that was originally 10 episodes. The finale was just not good to me. I didn't, it just broke my heart in so many different directions. I felt like vision on that table where he was torn all apart. That's the way my heart felt when I watched the finale. Mm. Um, couple of things uh, so dr strange was supposed to show up in this series he was written in and then they ri- wrote him out he was supposed to be the doctor in that nexus commercial that we were seeing 
And the commercials never get explained in the series. Why were we seeing these commercials? Well, well, in the finale, it was Doctor Strange trying to reach Wanda and wake her up. Every commercial was him trying to get Wanda's attention. And then mm. he, it, it wasn't it wasn't working. So he, um, he finally showed up in a commercial and then he was supposed to show up in the finale. And I, I think he was supposed to either help Wanda out or help Wanda control her powers or something like that, which is something that Wanda needed. I don't know how Wanda figured out how to cast runes. She never learned how she just automatically knew how to do it. I don't like that. Yeah. You got that's that seems like a sophisticated power to be using that you just look at and you're like, oh, now I know how to do this. Didn't like that. Um, the Ralph Boner thing. Oh, my. Uh, that was the worst thing of my life. I, you know, I don't know. It was it's just like, what what are you doing to us? What are you doing to us? So part of it is because Kevin Feige did say that WandaVision leads to the multiverse and mutants. He said that mm-hmm. before the series premiered. So when we all saw the X-Men version of quicksilver we're all like oh here we here we go it, it's yeah. all going to connect mm-hmm. but again i think there was too many rewrites and rescheduling that they decided that it was too big of a reveal and i think in multiverse of madness we're going to find out ralph boner was actually quicksilver that's what we're going to find out but hmm. all of that um because there was a scene i guess that was cut out that um i don't know if you guys heard about this but uh the um, bunny, Senor Scratchy, it was actually supposed to be like a monster. Oh, okay. Like, and he went, so the kids, along with Monica and Ralph Boner, were supposed to go and steal the dark hold. And then um, uh, the bunny was supposed to turn into this monster and chase them around. And I'm just like, that would have been interesting. It would reveal why. Senor Scratchy like we saw him like eat a bird but then he just like doesn't show up in the finale um, but it also would I'm like if what is Ralph Boner doing in that scene if he's just nobody right oh, so I think yeah. I think they had plans to reveal stuff but anyway I, I the finale was just so bad to me that I just couldn't it was just it didn't land for me at all so it, that's why it broke my heart it was so much potential guys <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so much. If we could have just stuck with the original stuff here, guys. Also, yeah, because it would have made so much sense with her, especially what kind of happened with um, Agent Rambo with like her get developing powers because of Wanda going inside that bubble, her just expanding that bubble all the way around the world. And we could just get mutants coming through, you know. I I wish that would have been what happened. <laughs> right, right, exactly, Brian. You're absolutely yeah. right. I thought it was going to be the reverse of um remember in um the comic yep. uh House of M. Yeah. Where she's like yeah. no more yeah. mutants and then, you know, whatever. Yeah. In- instead she said, you know, she in- it's it's reverse where she accidentally yeah. creates mutants. I thought they were going to go and do that too. That would have ma- made so much sense. And, and the other thing yep. is you think about the continuity within the universe. Now, I understand that every single superhero is going to be in every single superhero movie. That's not how the comic works. So why would I expect the movies to work mm-hmm. like that? 
But when Doctor mm-hmm. Strange looks at Tony Stark and like, hey, my sole purpose is to protect your reality, right? Mm-hmm. And here Wanda is breaking the fabric of reality and Doctor St- right across the river from Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange does not show up. That's a continuity error for me. Yeah. I mm-hmm. yeah, the way they kind of did that with her just um because the city that she was encapsulating, nobody really like they kind of just wrote it off like, oh, it doesn't exist. Nobody mm-hmm. talks about it, whatever. So that aspect of like, oh yeah, that's maybe why Doctor Strange didn't like come in was kind of a little bit weak. You know, I, I think people would start to notice everything that's going on, especially like you know, with interdimensional stuff that she was doing, it wasn't, it was affecting a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. So what could have been, so speaking of what could have been, are we good or anything else didn't land for us? Uh, uh, no, I think, oh, I think good. we covered it. Okay. Let's get into the, what if of this series? Let's uh, what, what if, so what would have made the series better for you, Chris? Honestly, just not having, flying in the sky having pew pew lasers yeah <laughs> i think i think what you said about if we had gotten some mutant stuff that would have been great um so yeah you're probably that for yeah. a real answer that that's a good weird what answer. if mutants like you would have you've been okay with the pew pew stuff if at the end she like accidentally expanded her bubble and like turned everybody into mutants and it would have been such a clean way to introduce mutants and you didn't have to use like yeah. the multiverse to do so mm-hmm. which i feel yeah, like yeah. now is the route they're going but it's like such a clean mm-hmm. way i think brian you were so right you're so right about that how about you brian what what would be your what if um yeah the mutants and as well as if she could have actually brought vision back i loved his character in them killing him off i understand why it needed to be done but if he could still be around that'd be awesome yeah that's a good one um i, I honestly i just wish they would have kept the finale the way they written it out i i, I bring dr strange in help him help him have help wanda it would have been kind of cool to see dr strange fight agnes that would have been kind of cool mm. um but don't you know i get that they're like well we they probably didn't want to real reveal a whole lot right but if you're too nervous about revealing too much then just wait and put it out so later on so we can get the best show possible i'd rather wait and get the best show possible versus like just getting something sloppily put together so Mm -hmm. i want i wanted the series finale the way it was meant to be Mm -hmm. okay anything else on this one Nope. Okay, final stretch, guys. Final stretch. <laughs> Thanks again so much for listening to Brian, Chris, and I in our mid-season uh, MCU rankings uh, show. It was a lot of fun. I go- hope you guys had fun listening. Again, on the top of the show, like I said, look out for part uh, three, where we'll do our final three. And we also will talk a little bit about what we're expecting from the MCU in the future with some of the future properties that are coming out. And again, look out for the Batman uh, official review of The Great, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. If you want to hear our instant reactions, Luke and I did an instant reaction of the Batman uh, the day after we saw it. That's all I have for today. Uh, Thanks again so much for listening. Follow me on Instagram at nuttybuddy underscore entertainment. And we will talk to you guys soon.